0: I think one of the most underrated qualification or a requirement for any venture is persistence. Because like you say, it, it takes time. And very few organizations get it right the first time or the second time or the third time. Usually what happens is many tend to lose steam along the way. But if you can stay the course and you will never stop reinventing. I'd like to believe that you're bound to come out on top at some point or the other. We are still aiming for that and hoping to get there, but we don't forget to celebrate every, every small win.
1: Welcome to the Business Developer Podcast with Sujay, a source of inspiration for business developers. By listening to this podcast, you may gain some ideas, inspirations, or food for thought towards your own journey of developing your business successfully, now or in the near future. Thanks to each one of you who liked the previous episode with Maria Frickman, wherein she shared the lessons she learned during her journey of building Isbeyond Beyond as a lifestyle brand over 15 years. In today's episode, we shall learn from the journey of another business developer, Vijay Prabhat Kamlakara, his journey of developing his business, Story Trails, for the past 13 plus years, and also learn how he and his organization has been on a continuous reinvention journey. So please join me in welcoming our guest, Vijay Prabhat Kamlakara. Hello Vijay, welcome to the Business Developer Podcast. Thanks for taking our time to join this episode. Thank you, Sujay. Thanks for having me here. It is, uh, I think, a lovely initiative. So I hope I can add some value to this forum. Thank you, Vijay. And just to give you a brief about the objective of this podcast, it is to serve as a source of inspiration to the community of business developers, hmm. you know, who by listening to the experiences and thoughts shared by individuals like you here today could gain some ideas and food for thought towards their own journey of developing their business.
0: Great, Uh, we we are all constantly learning so I'm happy to share my experience for whatever
1: it's worth. That's lovely, yeah it is worth everybody's experience is worth each one of us our own story and in our own journeys of life right right. So to get started can you help the listeners here to learn about you by sharing your story of your life?
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, I am guessing you mean my work. So let me get started with that. I started a company called Story Trails about 13 years ago. It's a company that designs and conducts story-based walking tours, local experiences in multiple cities in India. And more recently, we started audio tours in many other locations. So our work is to dig out fascinating stories about everyday sites and we present them through our highly curated tours. So our first tour was launched in 2007. And like I said, we've been at it for over 13 years now. Now, these trails, as we call them, they are, uh, they're fairly highly rated in most travel journals. Uh, we've won a fair share of awards. And of course, we've also made many, many wrong turns along the way. Uh, but I have enjoyed the journey and I continue to learn every day. And to all of us at StoryTrails,
1: we are still very much a startup and uh, we work like a startup. That's great. Vijay, I will certainly love to learn more about that and how you've experienced that. But before storytellers, what were you doing? So I I went to a B school. Before that, I used to work for a bank. And then I worked for an
0: IT company for a few years. I quit that in 2006 and started this
1: uh, early 2007. Wow, that's quite a diversity, a bank and a technology services company. So if you can just help us through that initial period, the motivators, why you made that move, that would be really interesting for me, also, and for the listeners to learn about those initial phases, what exactly motivated you to get onto this uh, exciting journey of story trails? Why did you make the move? What were those initial years? Yeah, sure.
0: Uh, well, uh, so what we do is no rocket science. Uh, I really felt there was a need for something like this. I used to work for an IT company, as I said, and there, every time we had a visiting client, I used to host many of them, and uh, every time they were visiting, uh, we would. Hire a guide, get a cab and uh, pack them off to one tourist landmark or the other. Right. And uh, I used to think if I was that visitor, you know, there are so many other things about India that uh, I would want to experience. I've always thought history is good. Uh, Old monuments are a great place to start and set a context. But I always felt that your trip is incomplete if uh, it doesn't help you connect with the present. What's the city like today? Mm-hmm. How is it different from any other city that you might visit in India? And uh, why are things the way they are? It's stories behind such ordinary everyday sites that sets one place apart from the other. So at that time, I looked around to see if there was a service available which would get me to help my guests experience uh, India in that way. I didn't find one, so I decided to start this service myself. Now Story Storytrades, like I said, is essentially a service that allows you to connect with a city through her stories. And these are stories from history, stories of people, stories of their trades, of customs... Uh, the symbolism that you see all around. And uh, as our tagline says, you'll find that behind almost everything you see around you, there is more than one story. So our work is to research and develop such stories. And our subjects range from history to architecture to mysticism, jewelry, dances, rural life, and so much more. The idea always is to not teach or preach or overload you with information. It is,
1: it is always to curate such information to help you connect and engage with the place you're visiting. That's interesting, Vijay. So in the early years, as I kind of tried to interpret your story, uh, journey there, so you were in this IT services company, you experienced that need, and then you thought about this idea. Then how did you get started in the initial formative, maybe first three months, six months? How did you put all your energies together to embark upon that I think it was a big step for you, I guess, right? You were having a job, a steady job in a technology services company, leave that and try to step out in this world of entrepreneurship on your own and taking that financial risk. I do not know about your family situation by then. So, how did you energize yourself to take that bold step?
0: Well, there is never a right time to do it and uh, it's never a wrong time to do it, I think. So, at any point in time, whenever I had chosen to do this, or take the step, I'm sure there would always be that apprehension of uh, you know, going into uncharted territory. I had support of my family. I think I had just gotten married about a year before this, or a couple of years before this. So I did have that support, for sure. But you know, you you start out thinking that you've, you've ticked all the boxes, you've thought it through. And then when you start, you realize that you have absolutely nothing to start with. So you, you start planning for everything from scratch when you get started, when you actually are Uh, in the job full-time and it all comes together one way or the other so you just need to keep thinking about it and you know you find your first team member in my case I didn't have a co-founder so I was by myself the initial few months but you speak to people you articulate the idea and then there are people who think like you people who feel as passionately about such a venture as you you learn from their ideas you define your own idea And it starts coming together.
1: Yeah, that's wonderful. I think that's one part I wanted to bring up. I'm sure many people here, listeners or business developers, go through that initial phases. How do you go initially, have that courage to go solo? And you have the conviction of your idea. But as you said, how do you bring people together in your journey? And they get self-driven to join in your initiative and your idea,
0: right? Correct. I think one of the most underrated qualification or a requirement for any venture is persistence right because like you say it, it takes time and very few organizations get it right the first time or the second time or the third time. Usually what happens is many tend to lose steam along the way but if you can stay the course and you you never stop reinventing, I'd like to believe that you are bound to come up out on top at some point or the other. We are still aiming for that and hoping to get there but we
1: don't forget to celebrate every every small win. Yeah, that's, I think you said key, persistence is key to the success, key to success in many spheres of life, but more so for a business developer, for an entrepreneur when you start it.
0: If you ask me what, what's, how it's worked out or what's worked out well, to my mind, at least a couple of things stand out. The first, like I said, is uh, to be able to articulate the idea of what you're trying to do so that it appeals to other people other incredibly talented people who who can come on board and take it higher than you can yourself so when you start out you know after the first initial rush of excitement you are by yourself one day without a job uh, with nothing more than an idea and you don't have a team you don't have a product you know nothing about the market and you have no idea where you can get any of these because like i said i at least in my case i was not from the same industry either uh, but you will invariably meet people who who don't uh, Also, you meet people who share your enthusiasm, but you also meet people who don't share your enthusiasm uh, for the idea, and it's very often uh, well-meaning family members. So every time you meet someone uh, skeptical, I I would at least patiently explain my rationale. I'd explain my logic, and uh, these these kind of debates uh, would give me more clarity, more conviction on what I wanted to do or why I thought it would work, and. I've always believed that such, uh, such enthusiasm can be very, very infectious. Uh, and when you're starting out, that has to be your biggest asset. Because if you can't convince other people about your idea, you know, it is going to be a tall order to get other people to sell your idea for you. So for me, at least from my personal experience, the, the conviction I had about the idea and the fact that other people came on board believing in that idea and the potential of it, that's the first step to my mind. Second was, I think, uh, building a system. I, I remember very clearly that, uh, you know, when our first storyteller was recruited, so we call our, uh, our facilitators, our, uh, we call them storytellers. And uh, our first storyteller, I, I thought was brilliant. Uh, she had a way of charming the audience using our content. And the feedback was always great. And I used to think, oh, what if she leaves the organization? Uh, what will we do? And eventually she did move on. But we, but we survived, and soon we discovered that other storytellers that we had trained on our trails were getting excellent feedback also. Since then, in the last 12 years, we have designed multiple trails for all kinds of audiences. Uh, we've used tens of different storytellers in different cities, and if anything, the feedback has only gotten better. So the point is that we have great storytellers even today, but our identity is not driven by their individual brilliance it is i think the backing of the organization that makes all our work consistent and that wow. is a conscious effort so today i think i can safely say we are very fortunate that much of our core team has been with us for a very long time now but uh, even now when a, f- a team member leaves you know it it hurts it feels a bit unsettling but invariably that gap fills up or sometimes that gap becomes redundant and that's what i find amazing about organizations You know, somehow the core values that uh, you you want to pass on they get passed on even when people change
1: yeah that's so interesting you talk of right the team is certainly the critical part and more so in your business it may seem like a very much individual specific as you said your storyteller specific and then the key challenge has been how do you develop a system where you provide consistency of that service right takes it level beyond the individual So what have you done exactly towards that? Have you built processes, training programs? How do you go towards that objective of providing a consistent experience towards your customers or consumers who experience story trails?
0: So all of our uh, trails are highly choreographed. They are highly uh, curated and scripted. Our work is to not provide information. So it's easy to find 20 pages of information about a monument. Our work actually is to compress that into a one-page story. Or a four-minute story and that takes a lot of effort so while people we recruit are naturally gifted uh, speakers they talk well they they mingle well with people they are many of them are public speakers many have theater background but when it comes to compressing a story to make sure that it is insightful and at the same time enjoyable it takes work beforehand so we we standardize that content to a very large extent Uh, Each storyteller, of course, brings their own personality into the the delivery of the story. But the stories of what we want to say, how we want to say it, in what order, and what we don't want to say, more importantly, right? So if we know 20 things, Mm -hmm. it's not necessary that we say all those 20 things at every point because there is only so much an audience can take. So to be mindful of that requires a lot of curated content. And that is what our process is what we have developed over the last 12 years is the system of being able to compress information into bite-sized stories. So when I say a story, you know, a lot of people initially would understand it as a story that begins with once upon a time. But most of our stories are factual, they're anecdotal, they're stories about things you see on the streets every day. And when I say a story, it just means putting data or information in a way that helps you connect the dots. Lots of people, places, monuments, ideas, and so on. So that process is what we think we have built up over the years. And that is what we pass on to each of our storytellers.
1: That's how it is consistent. Interesting. You say that, Vijay. I believe, you know, you provide storytelling as a service, as an experience to your customers. But in the lives of business developers too, everybody needs to tell their stories, to tell the stories of their business also. And you brought up an interesting part, a bite-side story business developers might get very less opportunity when they meet a potential investor or a potential customer or even a potential skeptic that you said yeah so they need to learn how to compress their about their business what the business does into bite-sized stories they can quickly express yeah right i see that's also critical how you have managed to tell the story of what story does right
0: yeah also it's not rocket science like i keep saying uh, it's something that uh, just takes that much time and effort i always use this quote in many of uh, our talks mark twain said this very nicely he said uh, uh, he wrote a letter to somebody and he said i'm sorry i'm writing such a long letter but uh, i did not have time to write a shorter one so all it takes is that iterative effort where you don't you're not satisfied or happy with the first draft but you keep at it, you keep refining it so that you're able to say that much, you're able to convey that much in far fewer words.
1: That's true. <laughs> Telling in far fewer words it does take time. Yeah. Right. All well, the business developers needs to spend some time understanding what their business does and try to spend that time to compress it and give that bite-sized story about their business to the market, to the potential customers. Great, Vijay. Now, uh, taking to the part of your journey, you have been through this 13 years. uh, You have flourished, if I can say so. You have had a great experience. Have there been tough times that you have experienced throughout this journey that you have learned from, given you immense learning, which you could share with the business developers listening who could learn from those experiences of yours?
0: Yeah, all the time. So it's it's something that... uh, I think you will, you will never see the end of because that's part and parcel of uh, working for yourself. This year, especially, of course, uh, you know this is a very extreme version of that where uh, right. truly all that we have created over the last 12 years is actually irrelevant for the market today. You know, When we create something for a tourist, when I know that for the next year or so, at least, there will not be people traveling to all the destinations where we have curated this content for. So it would seem in one way that it's all irrelevant. But for me, it's always, uh, I always look like to look at it as an opportunity to reinvent. So instead of thinking of what you can't use anymore, you know, taking today's example, what we have done is to see what we can build on. And uh, we realized that we have so much and so many things going for us. You know, to begin with, we have an excellent team. We have a whole lot of content that we can repurpose and reuse. We have a system of churning out more of such content. And we have a great reputation in the market. So that is a lot more than most startups have when they start up, right? So we are now going all out with a new plan of reaching our content to new markets through new digital channels. So we see this actually as a forced opportunity. We see this as an opportunity to digitize all of our content. And we, in fact, started this process about three years ago when we were looking to reach our stories to a wider audience. You know, we put our heart and soul into these stories. We we spent so much time and a walking tour by by design by definition is limited to a small audience so we were looking for ways to reach this to a wider audience and uh, we created a new audio tours platform which we started 3 years ago and today it's actually quite a state of the art platform and it has many successful installations across india one in singapore so these are outdoors at monuments we partnered with museums like the national museum in delhi the egmore museum in chennai and these are location aware tours so based on where you are the story gets triggered automatically it's called story trails audio tours so we started this three years ago much before covid or anything else stuck but we see a lot of potential for something like that now in the last five months in fact we've started our own youtube channel we, we created a new learning platform for children uh, showcasing stories of india and then we've also discovered a new market for our services it's uh, indian diaspora living across the world so it's never a one-step One hurdle that you cross, these are things that constantly come up and constantly you've got to reinvent. Even in the past, uh, I remember at least two or three occasions when we have completely reinvented ourselves, not necessarily because something was wrong all the time, but because somewhere something didn't feel right enough or we thought we could do better. It's it's always a punt when you do that. I wouldn't say we have uh, got our punts right every time, but it has not stopped us from taking those punts.
1: Yeah, so what I hear, I think a business developer or any businesses over the years needs to be very much agile, if I can say, uh, to be able to take those reinvention steps, have a very much open attitude too. There will be some internal pressures, external pressures, external environment force changes like what COVID is doing for your business right now. You need to be agile, open and thinking to be on a continuous reinvent journey. And that might be also difficult at times when your business is doing well, right? I think that's another challenge. Then you might feel, oh, everything is going hunky-dory. Everything is nice. I just settled there. How do you also reinvent in good times as well as in difficult times, right, Vijay?
0: Absolutely. So I think if you're starting something, you have to understand that there is no end point. You know, there will never be an end point where you can be smug about what you've created. Somebody will always catch up. Or the market will change or the ecosystem will change. So you have to constantly reinvent, continue to think like it's it's a venture you just started, irrespective of how old your enterprise is or you know how successful or not you are.
1: Yeah, it connects to your earlier spoken words, is persistence, right? So this reinvention, persistence, it's a never ending journey in the life of developing a business. You have to be at it continuously and That takes a lot of energy and conviction. You're never able to be in a relaxed mode, right?
0: Correct. It's actually the fun part of uh, this uh, this entire initiative where you don't have to do it always because there is fire. You're sometimes doing it because you see a new opportunity. And unlike when you just start out, now you have a team which, which thinks like you, which sometimes brings very diverse ideas into the mix. So you're able to brainstorm, you're able to think of new ways to reach a
1: market, to service a market, and so on. So it's a, it's an ongoing process all the time. True. So you have to leverage that uh, team power and you have to delegate and think that it is not just your baby right now. It's a baby for the entire team and Absolutely. have that open communication environment. That's how you multiply the brain power and the thinking power of each of the individuals in your team.
0: Right? Correct. So even when you recruit, you know, so you're, you're trying to recruit people who are not your exact replicas. You are trying to recruit people who come with a very different skill set, who thinks, think very differently from you. So as long uh, as the core values of you know what you want to use in this mix, as long as those are there, I think different skill sets,
1: different ways of working, different ways of thinking are all good to put into that mix. True. Yeah, you should not just create your own replicas. You have to get the diverse people, as you said, and many times look to hire people who might be smarter than you. Always, yeah. Interesting, Vijay. This was certainly uh, one important aspect of your business. How did you go about the marketing and the market outreach or the brand building of Storytrails? Can you give us some insights into that? So I think that stands out for a lot of things that we have not done right. Uh, And I will go through some of that maybe
0: so in the initial years we grew organically and much of our business came through word of mouth reference we knew our product was good and we were always getting excellent feedback so it's a good thing that uh, you know that word of mouth referral comes in as long as you don't get too comfortable with that you know it's it's easy to think oh everyone loves our product so we don't need to do any of uh, any selling uh, our customers will come to us you know that's that's uh, sometimes you you tend to think think like that point is word of mouth is a very slow process and uh, one learning for me has been that if you have a good product you have to shout yourselves hoarse telling people about it word of mouth is only a bonus so it cannot be your mainstay for selling a product even if you feel uncomfortable doing it you know you have to find subtle ways to brag about your product you have to tell people why you're so good and today in the in the world of uh, social media you know where it's, it's kind of an equalizer so everybody, everybody gets the same voice the product and how good it is uh, matters after a customer has signed up for it but until then it's all about the promise of what you are trying to sell and how well you're trying to sell that so that's a part that uh, I think we lacked in in the beginning and uh, we've since taken corrective action but it's I think very critical for any business to do that bit of hard selling to do to, to go out and uh, uh, you know try and sell uh, the other other aspect of course especially in in travel industry is that uh, you've got to network uh, so you you have to take every opportunity you get to tell people about your work and uh, for our work we actually had an interesting story to tell because at least when we started it was quite offbeat and it was unusual in the kind of business we worked. so we made an extra effort to reach out to the press and we told them our story and they found a reason to cover this. And over the last many years, we've had excellent press coverage. And that's free publicity. That's uh, something that gave us a lot of reach. Also, I've taken every opportunity in the last 10-12 years to be a speaker at all kinds of forums. It's a conscious effort I've made, so I've spoken at social clubs, at educational institutions, travel industry meets, and so on. Not because it's it's an ego kick. Sometimes you feel good that you're being invited to a forum, but that's not the point. You're going there as a salesman, and that's precisely why I do these talks as often as I can and at every opportunity that I get.
1: So good, uh, Vijay. I think you have shared a lot. Thank you for all uh, that you have shared across your journey, across your experiences. And we did touch upon the idea of the need for reinventing yourself or a business on a continuous basis. However, this might lead to my question that I ask many of our guests here is about at a this take it as a more as an individual level. Have you at a personal level experienced something, a habit or a practice that was important for you in the past, which made you successful then? But you realize you need to let it go in the present to give you success or happiness in the present?
0: Oh, yes, absolutely. There are so many such things, so many such learnings. But uh, top of the mind, I think the first, uh, the most important thing, most important takeaway I've had in all these years is uh, to stop aiming for perfection in your product. Frankly, most of your customers don't need that perfect product. You have to be pragmatic. Uh, you have to meet and, of course, exceed your customers' expectations for sure. But you need to learn to stop with that. You know, your own aspirations for the product shouldn't become the yardstick. Yeah, you, you shouldn't say, I have this dream for this product, so I will continue working on it till I reach that stage. Um, so you need to look at what the market needs, service that, and a little more. Uh, and that's that's good enough. That's, that's what you need uh, to scale. The second, of course, what we've already covered, and I can't talk enough about it but it's it's about not getting too comfortable with uh, what you have so you have to keep reinventing uh, you know believing that uh, if you have a good product your customers will come to you uh, no you have to go after the market like your life depends on it more so if you have a product that is better than the others products so these are two two learnings that uh, you know i i've taken to heart and uh, i wouldn't say i've I, i've still overcome some of this but I'm trying. That, that's what I would like to
1: keep uh, going back to every single day. That's great, Vijay. I think it was uh, very lovely talking to you. And uh, you also presented an interesting concept of this storytelling, Tory trails as a company, the audio tours. So if any of our listeners would like to reach out to you, get some in- further inspiration or have a discussion with you, how could they reach out to you, Vijay? So uh, our website
0: is storytrails.in. Uh, you will find us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter as Storytrails. We have a YouTube channel. It's called 3-Minute Storytrails. And if you want to connect with me personally, you can write to me at uh, prabhat at storytrails.in.
1: P-R-A-B-H-A-T at storytrails.in. That's great. Thank you, Vijay, for that. Thanks a lot again for coming to this episode, Vijay. Thank you, Sujay. Thanks for having me here. It's been a pleasure. Okay, good. Thank you. Take care, Vijay.
0: Bye-bye.
1: To stay relevant and exist, every business needs to continue to reinvent itself, and business developers need to lead that way for their business. One can draw multiple learnings from Vijay's journey with story trails, and even from the journeys of other popular brands in the past like Kodak or Blockbuster. Hope this episode has helped you to gain ideas, inspirations, or food for thought towards developing your own business now or in the near future. Do give me a high five if you like this episode. I would also love to hear your feedback and suggestions for improvement. My contact information is provided in the episode notes. Also, if you know any of your friends, colleagues or family members who could benefit from this show, do earn good karma by recommending it to them. That's it for now. See you again in the next episode of the Business Developer Podcast. Stay happy, healthy, curious to learn and continue reinventing your business. Bye for now.